Welcome to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere with your host, Chris Parker. And welcome back to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere. Today, I'm having a conversation with a number of people. And all of these people have, in fact, been on the podcast before. And you can almost connect the conversations we had on the podcast to the coming together of this group to have you know, created and delivered a method about sustainability. So I have Jessica Van Beek from Cuba, I've got Simon Broad from Circulus Works, and I have Vim Luberson from um, Cape Seasons Consulting, in, in addition to his, of course, his bed and breakfast uh, empire that you would be able to hear on his other podcast. So we are all coming together because um, it really in, inspired by the possibility of, of finding maybe better, faster ways to help people think about sustainability. Now, what I loved about this is uh, we use the ebullient uh, simplicity scan and the five steps to simplicity and basically ported that into a, a completely different sort of use case. Now, um, thanks everyone for joining. Uh, I, I would remind you know those that are listening to, to know about who these people are and why they're doing what they're doing um, to go back to the, the, the previous episodes that, that really go into them as individuals. And now we're, we're here all together talking about uh, sustainability. So Jessica, I, I really attribute this convergence to your having used the Simplicity Scan and having conversations with your teams. And in that conversation, this, what turns out to be a really cool idea emerged. So can you help us out a little bit with how did we get here? Yeah, <laughs> how did we get here? Yes. Um, so we actually did the, the simplicity scan for Cuba and for Bayabas, which is another company uh, owned by Wouter. And uh, we did both. And after we did that, and we were really excited about uh, the way of working with that, um, we actually... Because we are also beekeepers and um, putting bee hives on roofs of uh, uh, company buildings, uh, we came a natural um, uh, people to talk about sustainability for those companies. And since we also have a consultancy background, for us it was yeah normal to talk about that uh, and that kind of stuff. And eventually we were like, okay, well, if we are... The persons to talk about sustainability maybe we should do something with that so when we did the simplicity scan we actually talked to you chris about why don't we make a sustainability scan um, with the simplicity scan so that's what we did and then um, all of a sudden <laughs> there was a client <laughs> yeah it went, it went from there the 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 it all gets sort of mixed up in my mind as far as the exact timelines, but there was sort of an idea yeah. and then a scan and then a sprint. So let's, let's, let's imagine it went in that elegant uh, timeline. Of course, it was all, all mixed up in there. Yeah. Um, yeah co conversations, you know, started and, and, and we started ideating and um, um, let's get to the, the validation uh, outreach after we talk about the scan and the sprint, because that's what actually resulted in the first customer. And we'll, We'll talk about that first project that we've ran uh, before the end of this. So, um, Mr. Simon, um, 
the sustainability scan was was already being sort of evolved when when you learned about it and got connected to it and and essentially that was a you know taking the simplicity version and and pouring the the world of sustainability on it so can you share a little bit how how did we you know port one framework into another that that still kept its structure and its meaning and its value but how did you experience that yeah, no, absolutely. So I, I um, had the, the pleasure and privilege to get to use the simplicity scan um, in in reality um, at PowerPeers with with you, Chris, and and a couple of other colleagues, and I really liked it, um, and especially the the way it it kind of created a, a non-threatening situation which forced alignment between different people in the management team. Um, and and really faced us all with the right questions. They're simple questions, but they are the right questions. And um, so, um, obviously, Chris, you know I'm passionate about sustainability. So when when uh, I heard that you were looking at adapting this simplicity scan for a, a sustainability um, uh, kind of situation i was very very keen to to jump in and help and for me it's still very much that same tool where it's about creating alignment and it's about making all the different components in the bin, in the business join up and and work together uh you, it doesn't seem right to consider sustainability as a, as an add-on then you you're just tacking something on the side of a business and it's more of a distraction but it really needs to be from the ground up and the whole business needs to understand that that's a key component. So I think it's a very, very powerful tool from that point of view. Um, and it's just great to be able to work on that. And, and indeed, uh, as, as Jessica said, uh, quickly get a customer and, and really be able to use it in the real world. I have a bit of a trick question. Um, and, the, and the question is, what is sustainability? Because the, the way... We, Cuba, meaning Jessica and the team already had some research done and some analysis done like around the UN SDGs, the, you know, the global sustainability development goals. But I think we kept it even a bit more broad because sustainability can mean different things to different organizations. So, Simon, what, what is your definition of sustainability? Yeah, so I, I like this. And this, this is an old definition. And it, it's, it goes back, I think, certainly 40 years, maybe 50 years. Um, and it's about um, being able to do what, what we do in the world, um, but not impairing the ability of future generations to do what they need to do. Now, that, that's, that's a great concept, um, but it's obviously open to a lot of interpretation, uh, but it's a good starting point to start making choices and decisions. Great. Yeah, I think what we've we've also tried to do is, is sort of again simplify it down to the essence of that, as opposed to have these big structures and and try to find these straightforward questions. Maybe not easy questions, but direct questions nonetheless. So Vim Vim Luberson and Vim, of course, is in South Africa, and I've worked with him for many years as a strategy consultant, and then he went into the hospitality space, and now has has you know connected some of those dots and have come back to 
to this in, in, in the structure of the sprint. And for me, for the last couple of years, I've been running discussions around simplicity with what I called it like a five steps to simplicity. So either with individual entrepreneurs or business owners or, or small teams. Um, and it seemed that the, the, the world was asking for something more structured that a, like an enterprise class management team or, or professionals in a, in a corporation could, could benefit from. And then that's where we started working and improving that and, and Vim's you know, structure and insight and guidance on that. So Vim, how, how did you experience the crafting of the actual five day sprint method? Yeah, um, it, 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 it was, uh, for me, it was uh, good fun, uh, first of all, but it, and, and part of the fun had to do with the fact that uh, I like making something uh, structured out of something unstructured. That can be a method or that can be a, a customer question or something like that. Um, maybe a, a few words about uh, what we crafted. Uh, what we designed is, 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 is um, a program uh, which are uh, five steps and each step takes about half a day. And uh, ideally you do it within a time span of about 10, 10 days. So every other day you have a, you have a workshop. Um, ideally you do it with a, with a group of people in a room or, uh, or, or a team. In, in, in this case, and uh, for this client, we're going to talk about, uh, we have about 10 people in the room. Um, and the first uh, two uh, steps are about where are you at the moment? What do you want to achieve with sustainability? What did you already do? Are, what things do you have in place? And then uh, on day three or step three, things uh, flip. You're not going to, to look at, at, at the current situation, but you're going to ask yourself, okay, but what can I achieve? What do I need to achieve? So uh, we're talking more about uh, opportunities. Uh, we use all kinds of brainstorm tools to facilitate that. Uh, and then the last two days are basically about decision-making. So what are you really going to do after this? And day five is a very special day because that's the day that the team is going to present it to an executive, which hides uh, um, the, 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 the tension a bit, makes it a bit more serious. And um, yeah, the, the people leave the room um, with, with a roadmap, with uh, the things they are going to do, with the results of the, of the workshop. So, so a million ideas and uh, more insight and, and also some sort of alignment uh, between each other. So that's one of the strengths, I think, from this design that you don't sit in a room with two people and uh, write something down and have to sell it to the, to the whole team. But basically the, the whole team creates this in, in the five steps. Um, so that's, um, that's how, how, the, how the sprint process works. And um, yeah, in this case, we, uh, we had, um, it, it was the first time we're going to talk about it, but I think we can conclude that the, the whole design works and that also people, uh, uh, loved it. It was quite exciting because when you're sitting together and you think, oh, this is going to work like this and people will respond to, to this like that, uh, you never know if it's going to happen. But uh, I think for 70% for the things that we imagined would go like they 
uh, like we told out, they, they really happened. So that was part of the fun. And um, crafting the fun, we, we weren't sure that this enterprise sort of method would work. So we ran, this is a question back for you, Vim. Um, and then Simon, I can ask you about mindset and, and Jessica, then I can ask you about this validation that we sent out to the market and that resulted in the, in the Van Ord case. So um, Vim, um, we did some test sessions using the Miro uh, board. And, and for me, I was really a comfort and I, and I have to give Jessica full credit for the, hey, we should test this. <laughs> that was a, uh, a great thing. And then we had some, some people that were not from the same company for a couple evenings into two of the steps. And uh, uh, we learned so much. So, so Vim, can you share a little bit about how we tested this? Um, and maybe off the top of your head and what we learned that improved it through the testing? Yeah, what, what, what we did with the testing was invite uh, friends and family to, uh, to join us for the test. They come from all. They came from all kind of companies, uh, also from all uh, parts of the world. So it was uh, that was really interesting. They didn't know each other, and uh, what uh, what we tested was the whole design. But uh, most of all, what we tested was: uh, Are we ready for it? Can we cope with uncertainties? Can we cope with things we don't expect? Um, so uh, looking back at the test, I think that these tests gave us the confidence that we could handle it and that the design was solid. Um, and uh, from the participants' view, we got a couple of people coming back to us that they really uh, learned a lot from it and it helped them to, to, to bring them further in their, uh, in their work and in their, uh, solving yeah. their issues. We, we got incredible feedback. You know, one person who, who essentially uh, maybe didn't pivot the whole program, but um, yeah, Martin Lenz Fitzgerald restructured one of his whole projects based on the insights. And uh, it was kind of funny because he said, I, I would never have asked for this, but thank God it came when it did. And, uh, and we do have in our mind that maybe there's a non-enterprise version, but maybe it's a, it's a, it's a, a senior experience version for people from different, different organizations. And what I loved about it is I think we got over 150 specific feedback points that we could consider for improvement. And then after the last, uh, you know, the, the actual sprint we ran, I think there's another 130 or more feedback points of the continuous learning. So one of the things that we, that we didn't know how to do and, and uh, was one of the, the foundations, you know, the three pillars of the scan to create momentum is the mind, mindset, actions, and, and risks. Um, and we weren't really sure how to solve the mindset dimension of this in an enterprise format because when you're doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, you can be very specific and dive into it. But as far as a repeatable, scalable approach, and Simon, you pulled out from your, your experience in, 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 in uh, uh, I think the, the academy leadership uh, academies that you've participated in and came out with a, what turned out to be a, a, so far a brilliant solution to it, even, even though we had to adapt it greatly. So, can you share a little bit the inspiration and, and how you adapted that approach? Sure. So, um, yeah, the, 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 this this um, mindset uh, component is is uh, I think very important in in this journey through the five workshops uh, because we want we want the, the participants when they leave not to just feel like they've done some 
brain work and come out with an answer and you know but it really needs to live and and so um we wanted to address the the attitudes and and maybe unspoken assumptions that people have about the environment they're working in um which might make them um believe that something will be difficult or won't fly or won't fly in the way that's envisaged or that it's only for show or all these things, it's good to get them out in the open. Um, so I, I uh, look back a few years ago, I was at the, the Think School of Creative Leadership and um, was lucky to uh, be taught by Karim Benamar, um, who has spent a lot of his career on reframing techniques. Um, and the idea is you, you, um, you can use fairly established techniques to explore your attitudes and ideas and come up with a framework of thought, which is maybe not one that comes naturally to you, but which does help to get you in the right frame of mind to make a success of the thing that you want to do. Um, and so I, I picked up on that. And um, as Chris said, we needed to adapt it. Um, and I think we'll continue adapting it, but it's it's definitely a powerful technique to include uh, in this kind of exercise where where you really want to make something stick not only on paper but in in the in the minds and the hearts of the people. And Simon, um, there's a book on reframing. I'll put the link into the the show notes for this, and and also the the author um, has some videos that are available online to explain it. But when in preparation for this. You had you had a conversation with them about how to adapt it. Is there any any highlight points that came from that conversation? I think the, the key point I would make is that um, you can build all kinds of techniques around it, but what it what what the core of all of this is is understanding identifying the the, the underlying assumptions that you have about something, and then just reversing them. And, and taking that reverse to the extreme. So um, that can take you to an uncomfortable place and it should be an uncomfortable experience. If, if you find it easy, um, then you're probably not doing it right. So uh, that's, that's a bit of a warning for, for anybody that, that uh, wants to take this set of workshops with us. There will be some discomfort. Some intellectual discomfort. Um, yeah. For, for people listening, you know, we, we went from simplicity to sustainability to mindset to reframing to discomfort. And uh, what, what I love about the last couple of months of preparation is, is all of these different perspectives we've, we've brought together into basically a, a, a method that, that people can follow in order to challenge their own assumptions around sustainability and achievability of sustainability. So, so one, one of the outcomes of the Van Ord project was... I, you know, I think they, they thought this was going to be very hard. And then by the end of it, they were like, why aren't we doing this? This is imminently achievable. And, uh, but we'll talk about that in a second. So, and now, um, basically how, you know, in, in you know, commercial terms, how did we win the Van Ord deal? Um, one of the things I, I really insist with people when I'm coaching on this, the simplicity scan is, is before you, particularly with a startup, um, or a new product or some sort of pivot to really validate um, the concept before you start building and investing. And 
the way that I, I like to recommend, one way to validate is take the left side of the simplicity scan. So the, the you know, a purpose, customer, product, journey, mindset, and just take those answers and put them on five slides with some pictures in the background and, and doesn't even have to be perfect, but then share that with people who could be a buyer. Um, and it could be an imaginary buyer, you know, not someone like your father or mother who loves you and they'll say everything's perfect, but you know, someone out in the real world that can say, yeah, this is, this is shite or this is, Hey, this is interesting. And um, we decided to do that and we sent it out. And um, Jessica, can you, can you explain the, 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 the process of going from, Hey, this might be an idea doing some work, documenting a bit, the concept, putting it out to market. And then we were not ready and they said yes. So, you know, how, how did that whole journey go? Cause it was, uh, it happened pretty fast. Yeah, it did actually. Yeah, so <clears throat> um, it was one of my colleagues who was talking to a manager of Van Horst, which is a dredging company and they also do windmills. Um, she was just having a catch up with him and um, all of a sudden, well, he asked her, so uh, what is Cuba doing since uh, Cuba is always doing something else? And then she said, well, yeah, one of my colleagues, uh, Jessica, she's doing uh, something with a team uh, around sustainability. And he was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, can you tell more about it? She was like, no, I can't because I don't know. <laughs> but I can um, refer to uh, Jessica and you can have a conversation with her. So we talked to him and Martin, um, also one of the managers of the IT department of Van Oort, And he actually said that he was at one of, um, the sustainability days of Van Oort. Um, and he was the, the only IT guy being there. And he was like, wow, this is amazing and we're doing amazing stuff. But we as an IT department were actually doing nothing around sustainability. So he went to his CIO saying, uh, I want to do something with sustainability within the IT departments. And his CIO, Ronald, said, okay, so what do you need? And he said, I don't know. And actually, after two weeks, he heard about us doing sustainability workshops. And then we sat around the table. He explained what he wanted. We explained what we did. And he was like, okay, let's see and try and uh, let's see what happens. <laughs> Love it. And now I'm just going to open it up. And, and um, because once he said yes, then, then we all sort of went pale and said, oh, we need to organize yeah. this. And then we later did the test sessions and documented it. Um, and, you know, for me, it was, it was absolutely marvelous. Um, the, 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 the outcome, the inter, you know, the interaction with the people from Van Ord, our interaction as coaches supporting each other, you know, it was, it was for me, it was just a, a, an amazing experience and very valuable for Van Ord. Um, I just want to open it up now to, to see, okay, well, well, how did you experience that? Meaning, meaning what were the, what were the highs and maybe the lows for each of you that, that, that um, during the actual journey, and then I think maybe we can talk about the outcome of it in a bit, meaning what did they actually get? So, so um, I'll just leave it up to you to, who wants to share what actually happened during the Van Ord conversation? We had fun. I think yeah. that's the first thing. Yeah. <laughs> but also upfront and during and still after. I think that's something. And I don't know. Sometimes you just have a group with people who click and you know have the same mindset and they trigger each other and it just comes to something. And I think that 
that's exactly what happened with us. How we eventually sat at Van Oort doing our thing we never did. Um, and I and combined with our flexibility, I think that was pretty amazing. Yeah, what, what, what was also nice to see is uh, it, it, uh, these guys came into that room and they, um, they hadn't seen each other for months and months because they were not allowed in the room or they worked from, from uh, So uh, no matter what we did, it was a success already because they just sat together for a, for a, for a couple of days with a good reason. Uh, and that was also uh, one of the downs for me because I couldn't be there. Um, like, like some other people, like we did it remotely. But it was so um, nice to see how people were interacting and just looking for each other and supporting each other. So that really created a productive atmosphere, I think. And that really helped also to, to, to get to the end result. Yeah. You were the perfect fly in the wall. <laughs> Listening yeah. to them while they didn't know. <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah. So the Van Ort people that are listening to this, um, I'm sure I'm sure they knew because his, you know, he was still on the screen. But on on the you know towards the end where we actually leave them alone in the room to prepare their final sustainability scan in order to present it to an executive, and there can be some stress there. Um, but we were monitoring via Vim on how it was going, you know, cause we were just next door. So we were not far away, but just having Vim there to say, okay, they're okay, they're okay. Cause we were like going, no, no, what's gonna happen. <laughs> and, uh, um, and, 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 you know, the fact that we weren't there, I think created this space for them to really make it their own and also, yeah. you know, and, 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 and own it and then be able to present it, you know, just after that to the CIO who, uh, who, who beamed in. So Simon, what, what is your, yeah, no. What what I what I really liked was um, a couple of people uh, in the workshop at, at different times said to me how much they appreciated taking the time and and having this slightly structured process, but having the time to work on their business, and and they spend their whole lives in their business and they don't have time to think about how to do it differently. And so that that for me was a, a, a kind of good pointer. Uh, and. And, and seemed to be much appreciated by everybody. And, and it was lovely to see in the course of the, of the five workshops, some attitudes change and some, some light bulbs go on with different participants. Yeah, but also mindset. And I think the exercise that you created, I mean, some people who came in, I was like, okay, I'm not sure if they will hop on this train and, you know, and eventually at day five, uh, especially with the mindset ex uh, exercise on day five, uh, all of a sudden those people are, were like running it. Like, okay, what happens, you know? And I, yeah, I thought that was really amazing to see. Yeah, so, yeah, just the, the, the shifts of language and interaction that you saw day on day. Because again, as Vim said, it's not five days and half days in a row, but it's, we purposely break it up. So there is time for reflection, um, you know, inspiration to happen, so, you know, uh, conversations to happen. Um, but for, for me, the, 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 the mix of the three working methods, so that we force them to document things, we force them to write it down, we force them to discuss things, uh, we force them to decide things uh, very lightly, but it's in a structured way. 
and we start literally in, individuals writing down the as is on the day one and at the end the group is actually you know presenting the together you know so so through this whole thing um we focus on you know the the, the you know power of imperfect action so instead of really knowing the as is just know it enough and then you know go a little bit deeper and then and then go down that path um and also the guest speakers that we had um because while there was the four coaches and um you know essentially i think we can do this with you know two coaches and, and a support person but it was really meaningful for us all to be there and we also had some guest speakers um maybe jessica do you want to share a bit about the guest speakers that we had come in and and the impact that they had because you know, yeah. also that was, you know, it took us a while to curate the right speakers for that audience. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it, it really contributed. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, so we started the first day with Walter telling about how um, Cuba um, became, well, besides that, uh, had a business with bees. And all of a sudden sitting there with Van Oort and doing a sustainability workshop, which was just to show them, you know, you can do whatever you want uh, as long as you do it. Uh, I think that was the, um, uh, the outcome of that uh, talk from Wouter. And then at day two, Diane uh, Zandi, she came in and she talked a little bit more about uh, specific sustainability what is it with some examples and where can you think of and that kind of stuff just to correct our minds and give them some insights of how other businesses are doing it and that kind of stuff and then <clears throat> at day three before the brainstorm we had Eric Dom coming in who works for a buyer uh, which is uh, well you don't think they are sustainable but <laughs> they created something that is really sustainable uh, which is an amazing story, also being uh, not so sustainable and become more sustainable as a company, which is a great story for Van Noort, seeing how possibly before the brainstorm they can do something with that. They were really excited uh, after that presentation. So I think that was a good uh, kickoff for the brainstorm. And on day four, <clears throat> Jurian uh, Blow, blew my mind, actually. Um, he was the internal customer uh, from Van Noort. And I think that's pretty critical within the workshops uh, to have an internal customer come in, tell their story about what they're doing and how that department sitting there can contribute to what they're doing. Also around sustainability. They were far ahead with that as well. Not, well, in their minds, not uh, with all the stuff, but... And a connection just, <laughs> it, it was just happening. And that was, I think it was also good for them to have that internal client because some of them didn't know him or didn't know the story or whatsoever. And that triggered even more to eventually on day five have the scan how they think it should uh, be. So I think the speakers were really helpful within the process uh, to, you know, trigger and uh, have the outcome that they eventually have. But also, also looking back at the order of the speakers, may, uh, we didn't plan it, at least I, I didn't, maybe you did, but, but uh, uh, the, the first speaker was about uh, generic principles of sustainability. The second speaker 
uh, Eric from Bayer, he had a sort of nice example how to apply sustainability and what the role of IT was in there, in that project. Yeah. And then the, the third one was someone from inside Van Oort. Uh, so that it came closer and closer to them. I think, and I think that was uh, one of the strengths of bringing in these, these uh, inspirational speakers, as we, as we call them. Yeah, it, it wasn't completely by accident, Vim, but it turned out even better than we imagined. So, because yeah, we we we, yeah. we know per step what the outcome is, you know. So so step one, we want to get them into the framework, into the method, start you know the the quick scan of of where they are, the as is. Day two is to really go deep on the as is, you know. So so we wanted to inspire them on 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 okay, what could it be, and, and also what are you doing now, you know, to start unlocking that. And then day three, of course, is the, uh, the, the turn the corner. So we wanted something really inspirational. And, and we had the, the bit of a free formed, you know, in Miro, uh, the online sort of brainstorming tool to just to collect, you know, as many ideas as we can. And we also got ideas from the speakers. So we were just piling it on. And then you, you, you facilitated the voting and the selection. And then day, day four is to start the simplifying so, so they heard from a customer, they prepared their first draft scans and the customer then critiqued and challenged and championed it. And then of course, on day five, they fi finished their sustainability scan and then present it to the executive. Um, and by that time they have reframed their mindset. They have their single page scan that they've aligned themselves. They have a prioritized list of projects, uh, also a prioritized list of, of risks. And so this is basically all the, the parts that they need to uh, take the next step. So I'm, um, those are the, the, the tactical outcomes, meaning so there's lists of deliverables. I'm, I'm curious if you have each of you one, what was the, 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 the main win that you thought that you saw happen at Van Ord during those five days? I, I know what mine is. I'm just curious, what, what is the thing that you were maybe so proud of that you helped contribute to that group of people of those five days? Do I jump in? Go. For me, for me, it's it was the energy and the enthusiasm of the of the participants at the end. Um, when when we first started, I kind of recognized from from you know typical corporate situations a group of people that are in a workshop because they're at work and it's something they have to do, and it was that kind of energy level. And then it kind of went up, and and throughout the five sessions. It, it kept going up, which was fantastic, um, and it uh, left me feeling that that this is that that was enough energy that it's really going to live on. It's not uh, it's not just going to finish there. So that's for me. That was the the, the best takeaway. Jessica, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tim, uh, go for it. Yeah, what, what I liked is uh, the, the change in scope when we started. Uh, the IT people thought, well, the only thing we're talking about is uh, CO2 emissions coming out of our department. Uh, and then at the end, they started to see that they could also influence the uh, sustainability targets from business departments. And, and also uh, believe that they could play a role in, in helping these departments with achieving these, these targets. So uh, that was my uh, my uh, main win, that they um, 
that they changed focus, they changed scope, and they also uh, believed in it at the end. Uh, and they had the confidence to go out there and to talk to, to, to business about sustainability rather than just focusing on your own department. So that was, I thought, one of the main gains. I think for me it was the last day because I came in with a little bit of a hanging face saying, I'm not sure if today is going to be the day that what they expected to get. That's actually what I, I think I said in the morning uh, when we came. Uh, and I was a little bit, you know, the energy was good and that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, well, maybe, maybe. And it wasn't that I thought that they will come up with something new and have a new <laughs> proposition or whatsoever. But I just didn't know if it was enough or not. And then eventually after they gave the presentation to the executive, I was like, okay, they just, they did it. They did it in their way. Why was I afraid? Why was I insecure about it? They just, you know, so I think that that was a pretty good, yeah. I think that was my moment at the end being like, okay, this was awesome. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and it was a shame we were talking about my role as a spy on the wall that they were preparing that presentation. And yeah. that it was, it was such a nice, efficient, focused process. Yeah. Uh, it's sad that you didn't that you didn't uh, yeah. see it. <laughs> yeah, that's just amazing. Everything came together in that moment. Yeah. yeah. So that was the second one. Sorry, Chris. Yeah. You are only allowed one. You have to pick now. Which one? <laughs> no, for for me it was it was um, the shift of mindset on on who is the customer of, of the IT department and and their role in the business and and I think Yurian really unlocked that. Um, although, although we even, you know, asked the CIO to, to help with the definition and, and, and the CIO came back with a broader definition, meaning we're not here as an internal supplier only to our internal colleagues. We're actually part of a, you know, the bigger story and, and Yurian, who was, you know, showing some of the, the future vessels and, and future, you know, product ambition was basically demanding that IT and technology and data are intrinsically interwoven into that into that product and i think that was just just a uh, an amazing um um aha for for all of that so it's um yeah i i, I just I, I i like the way that the the the, the, the mindset was shifting so yeah um we, we've also as a team have done a bit of, of persona work and and, and the, the last question before we wrap up is um you know, what would you love to see happen with this sustainability sprint uh, method moving forward? Um, and and the you know the perfect persona that we talked about is really someone who's you know intrinsically motivated, inspired by sustainability, and just wants to get on it in pragmatic ways. Yet also needs some support, so it needs the content, you know, the, the method, you know, you know, the alignment. So it doesn't want to like go off in isolation and write a paper and convince everyone, but actually get people into a room and experiment a little bit and co-create and co-elevate the whole thing. Um, we're not sure if this is for really top, top, top executive teams, but, but maybe maybe more practical, get it done, um, you know, groups of managers that have some have some influence. And that could be in an IT department or it could be in any other any other department or you know, if a sustainability officer is new to the role and they want to have something that would really kickstart the conversation, then this could be a perfect uh, uh, solution for that. So, um, so I, what's what's the dream? So, uh, you know, we've got 
just a couple minutes left. So I could, uh, in, you know, 60 or, or, or 30 or 60 seconds, uh, what would you love to see happen with uh, the sustainability sprint? Yeah, I hope to have helped different departments from different companies to make their make them more comfortable being a part of the sustainability strategy of that company. Um, yeah, I think that's my dream. Yeah, I, I, uh, um, I would certainly love to do this again many times. I think it's a valuable experience for, for, for the participants um, and it's a lot of fun. And um, I would I would certainly like to, to to help with making businesses more sustainable. And as as Jessica said, that's also to do with making people comfortable with sustainability who haven't yet seen that as, as a key part of their business. Um, but it is increasingly everybody's business, and uh, that's what we're there to help. The, the, well, looking at the scan uh, and the sprint, that's only that's only the the start of a whole of a whole process. And uh, um, I would love to get involved in the realization of the plans because uh, the output of the of the scan is okay. What are we going to do? But getting involved in the doing itself in the realization of plans and 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 and, and, and targets that would be ideal, I think, to get involved in. That, uh, and it would also be quite rewarding for me to see if all the papers and all the words are being uh, put into practice after the workshop. Yeah, cool. Uh, Mine are, it's sort of maybe maybe two or three things. One, um, the fact that the simplicity work that has been evolving over the years is now connected to something that can really have impact you know, on the environment and humanity, I think is awesome. And the fact that it's based on the simplicity approach, people can't really help but also simplify their thinking about their business. Um, so for me, there's a sort of you know double double payback. And quite frankly, it was just so much fun working with you all. Um, so if we do this more, I think you know with you, us, and other kindred spirits of, of, of you know giving first and, and bringing this out to help people realize that they can actually make a difference in their organization and it is actually achievable. And there's a lot of people in their organization that are willing to, to combine forces and, and make a coalition and, and get things going. Um, yeah, it's just so much fun. So um, well, we're wrapping up. Um, you can learn more at cuba.com and that's qhuba.com slash sustainability. And there, there'll be some information about the uh, sustainability scan and the actual sprint, which is the uh, enterprise uh, project process of so five half days, which of course includes some preparation days and some follow-up days. So that's, you know, there's, there's basically a whole seven day cycle there, but it's a, you know, start um, an incredible journey and then an end to make sure that things are actually in place to accelerate. So that's Cuba, qhuba.com slash sustainability. And Jessica, Simon, Vim, this is just fun to hear about this because we sort of went from nothing to something in just a couple months and it was awesome. So thank you all. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. <laughs> thank you for listening. 
Like and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player and download the Simplicity Kit from ebullient.com.